this series is intended for mature audiences. We insist you heed the following content warnings before viewing. Horror themes, language, adult themes, and strong violence and gore, including gun violence. Welcome to the Weird West. Let us tell y'all a story. St. Louis, the safest city in the West. No major rail line runs through the city, unlike other cities like Chicago. A minor rail, owned by the city itself, runs to the Empire Rail Line. So the the city still has plenty of traffic in and out, and it's a rather busy place to be. But it sees less touristy visitors than most cities. Famous for its walls, St. Louis prides itself on the walls that just protect it from the walking dead which really haven't been a problem since the first outbreaks um when the outbreaks first started the walls were built it protected the city the city grew in fame for being so safe everyone moved to st louis to get away from the walking dead But eventually, they were herded away from the city itself. But the walls still stand, and the city's still proud. Currently, inside of these walls and thick iron gates, people go about their daily business. The gates open in the morning, close at night. Trains arrive, trains leave. The train circles the city and exits out of the same gate. The past few days have been busy for the rail station. More visitors than usual. The hotels are filling up from just workers coming in, workers leaving. Business is booming in most places at this moment. People are dodging the occasional mud puddles from the storm that rolled through last night. And we open our story early in the morning inside of a primarily empty restaurant. Two gentlemen sit in a booth, enjoying their cups of steaming hot drinks, coffee for one, tea for the other. Um, Kevin, if you will introduce yourself and your character, um, you can describe your your character's appearance for everyone. Absolutely. I'm Kevin, and I am playing Mason Sinclair. And Mason is a tall, wide-shouldered man. He's got a good, strong, healthy build upon him. He's been known to have a bit of a rough life before, but uh, he's good now. He's got very nicely attired, very finely tailored clothing. He knows that there is a way and a time to be dressing proper, even in times like this. So, here I sit, in St. Louis, 
All right. Sitting across from this man, you see another fellow, uh, Michael, if you would like to introduce yourself in your character's appearance as well. Uh, hello, I'm Michael, and uh, I will be playing uh, Thomas Maycock. Uh, Thomas is a scrawny, weedy-looking man. He's, 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 he's travelled a bit, and he looks dirty, and his clothing is uh, well-made, but threadbare through, uh, through travel. And, uh, yes, he sits. All right. Um, you, the two of you are currently in the middle of an interview of some sort. Um, did you want to take it away? Uh, yes. Uh, so, uh, Mr. Sinclair, uh, I was just uh, considering how your, uh, your being here in St. Louis, um, do you find it a... Uh, an affable place to be? Is it? Is it uh, to your liking, sir? Well, it is certainly not my homestead, but I understand that it is something that must be abided. It's been a long time since I have left the plantation, and I understand that the people here are in need of proper guidance. Maybe I can establish that myself. Oh, so you're... you're... You were coming to St. Louis to uh, give the people guidance, is that correct? Well, guidance is something that sometimes people need to have thrusted upon them. People don't necessarily entirely know what they want in this world, even when we do know that uh, things are rough sometimes. Between the shamans and the undead that walk we can know that things can be safe here if we keep to the civility and humanity of things. Uh, I am relatively new to the St. Louis. You, would you say it is indeed the safest place to be in this uh, wild west country that you have here? Before you answer that question, we are going to um, now cut over to Stephen, if you would like to introduce your character and what what are you doing right now i have just i i'm not in the same uh restaurant no. or i don't have to be uh what's the name of the rail line that comes in st louis um many different trains come through this is just a okay. minor rail line so it's not actually owned by anyone the train pulls up to the station and a number of passengers come off and one of the finer sleeper cars has just come in from the east, from somewhere in Boston. And off the train steps a woman who's uh, medium height, about five foot five, and a slightly stocky build. She has the look of maybe your favorite aunt. She is uh, well put together. She's wearing a nice traveling sweater. It's a cardigan. And she is wearing green slacks and she looks around and, and she looks as if she's looking to meet someone. This is Gertrude. She has come to St. Louis to visit her, to visit her nephew Grady, but he doesn't seem to be at the train station at this time. So she, she waves down a porter and 
a porter will come along and she says, I'm going to need some help getting my, my luggage off of the train. And, uh, and the porter seems to be confused as all of the luggage has come off the train. She says, no, no, come, come, come back here. And, and there's, there's definitely like a cattle car at the back. And uh, she opens up the cattle car and she says, I have, I, I had some uh, agricultural goods shipped. I'm helping my nephew Grady open a farm. And in, she opens the cattle car and there's this like gigantic crate. And, and uh, the porter says, well, well, ma'am, I think, I think this is a bit above my pay grade. Money is no issue, my 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 fine young man. Here you go. Uh, what you must have? What five children? Maybe twenty-five nephews. And she gives him uh, thirty dollars. And he says, "I can get it off the train, ma'am, but <laughs> uh, I don't think I will be able to help you take it to your nephew Grady. I'm I'm sure he's a lovely man, and I know you've been waiting a while, but I'm sure he'll be right on. I gotta leave with the train when it goes. And so with that, he he take, gets a dolly and helps her get this. Uh, it's probably like uh, at least four feet wide by four feet tall, and maybe even six feet deep. This gigantic crate that she like, as the camera goes in on the crate, you can see that a sticker has been like taken off and it's been reattached with with uh gertrude o'connell on the side and she sits and looks around and is waiting to see if she can find a strapping gentleman to help her convey this large piece of agricultural equipment to her nephew grady who is is looking to start uh, some sort of hydroponic uh vegetable farm to help keep St. Louis safe. All right. And as, as she sits and kind of watches for, for um, someone strong enough to help, uh, eventually the train does leave uh, and you hear it disappear in the distance. Um, Hobbs, where are you? And introduce yourself and your character. Uh, so... Mr. Reynard Mason is probably at this point uh, finally lounging and getting up out of bed uh, at a recent brothel that has uh, been a new employment place as he has recently arrived to St. Louis and is just seeking some old contacts from his mentor, Juana, who kind of pointed him in this direction. And so he uh, gets up and throws on, on a loose uh, white, you know, probably wool fleece shirt. Uh, it's comfortable, uh, low V cut, and uh, throws on some nice leather pants and uh, just kind of starts to make his way out and see what's going on with the day, looking for something to help wake up a little as well, and maybe make his way out and see if... Uh, any new prospects have made their way to the city. All right, I will say um, you step outside and you see, I mean, the the main thoroughfare is pretty 
busy right now. It's weird for a morning. Um, lots of people walking around. Uh, go ahead and make a notice roll for me. Mm-hmm. First roll. All right. I have a thing in that. All right. So uh, I got a four on a four. So explode. Yeah. And a three. So seven. Okay. All right. So um, as you're looking around, uh, you see two familiar faces, only familiar from billboards or, or posters that you've seen around um, Josh Chamberlain and Mina Devlin. You see them walking side by side throughout the city. Um, they seem to be intent on wherever they're heading. Uh, they walk with purpose. They're not really meeting anyone's eyes, but they're not in a rush. Um, they're just heading down the street and you watch them pass and as you're looking around, you look over towards the uh, train station, and you see you see a woman with like 50 bags, and uh, this very large crate. Um, and they seem to be looking around, as if as if they need help. I tilt my head a little, look around, and you know, remove the uh, morning wares just so I can you know, uh, show off the product a little bit uh, as I walk and everything and begin to make my way over towards Gertrude. Uh, and there's or this rather stocky woman with all of her shenanigans. Uh, and kind of as I walk by, I do try and catch the eye of uh, Josh and Mina uh, just to kind of like give them a wink and, you know, make a motion for later um hi they they don't even turn their heads little dejected Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but make my way over and i'm just walk up to the train station i'm like excuse me ma'am you all right you look like you got a lot going on right here it's it's quite modest believe me i'm i'm trying to get this to my Nephew Grady's farm, it's it's agricultural equipment and, and it's really just like one big box and a comically large purse. Like it's it's purse in appearance, but it's just like awkwardly oversized. Is, I could I it's a very it's a very modest amount of equipment. His farm is quite quite well established for the size. This equipment is is just modest. I could use a hand because my nephew Grady has seems to be late. He's always very punctual. He recently graduated from col- from the agricultural college and he very much needs this equipment. Do you have uh, some sort of a conveyance also? What what season are we in? Um it is it's spring springtime. Okay. Yeah. I you might need to cover up a little bit if if the horses get excited it'll get windy on that carriage. So if we can if you can help me find a carriage to get this conveyance to my nephew Grady's farm I would very much appreciate it. I can certainly offer you oh it, I open the comically large purse, but I think I can still spare about 15, 
15 American dollars here. We, we are using American dollars, not Confederate money at this time. Is that correct? Yes. <laughs> well, the, ref the reference to Confederate money would not be misplaced, I assume. I'm sure not. Right. <laughs> and would I, would I happen to know somebody with a cart or a way to transport this over a distance? Um, go ahead and make a common knowledge roll for me. Common knowledge. Oh, I got a six. Does that explode as well for the wild Is it a, On the d6? Yeah. Oh, all right. And Fire. a one. Seven. Again. Okay. Um, <laughs> you're, you're trying to think. There are a few people you might be able to ask. Um, as you're thinking about that, we're going to switch back over to the interview that is that is happening um you you have just asked uh if st louis is the safest city in the west yes oh yes um i have found it to be most hospitable my friend and as, as soon as that comes out of your mouth uh, you hear the smallest shattering of glass, a thud. And you look over and you see something has been thrown through the window of this restaurant. In one split second, your eyes glance down and you see the fuse of a stick of dynamite thrown into the restaurant. The fuse is lit and half burnt up. What would you like to do? Where's the nearest exit? You you glance over, you're kind of sitting in the corner right inside. You might be able to make it to the exit. I'm going to instinctively, I, as I start to get up when the, the crash happened, I try to kick over the table between the dynamite and myself so that okay. Thomas and I are going to be behind it. Okay. Uh, yeah, if, if, the, if the nearest exit is going to be further away than the floor, I'm just going to lay on the floor. All right, so you stand up, you kick the table over, you hit the floor. Oh. Um, okay, let's see here. I am going to have... Um, Mason, roll 2d6. Certainly. Six and a four or is 10? Okay. Um, so you flip this table over in one split second, both of you take cover behind this table. You hear the dynamite just blast. It, it, your ears are ringing. It's loud. You hear it shatter the table that is protecting you uh wood shards slam in slice across your skin you feel you feel the force push you actually up against the wall and what remains of this table is just slammed into you as well um you are both going to take one wound from this um with my nerves of steel am i able to ignore this without using the benny is that how that works um it allows me to ignore one level of wound penalties yep Okay, yeah, that'll do it then. Um, um, I will take advantage of rolling a, a dice to, to not be 
potentially not be injured. <laughs> okay, make that vigor roll. And that was a hmm, no. No. <laughs> I, I, I get I get a two and a three, so no. Yeah, uh, you're both slammed up against the wall. You feel uh, you hear the glass shatter from the window behind you from the force of this dynamite blast. Um, as you you take this hit and then you go to like sit back up and see what is going on, you see the floor is just charred black with this dynamite blast. The table is just destroyed. You're looking up, you see a couple people laying down. You're not sure how much it impacted them. Um, a, a couple other tables are just blasted to bits and uh, you see anyone else inside, they're, they're it's chaos. They're, they stood up, they're looking outside, they're trying to figure out where it came from. Some people pulling their guns, looking out in that direction. Um, and then you hear gunfire from outside, from the streets. And you hear another blast of dynamite from another building. You hear horses. You hear another blast of dynamite. Now we are going to cut over to Gertrude and Reynard. Standing, thinking of where we can get a cart. And you just hear this distant explosion. It catches your attention immediately. You look over toward it. You're not quite sure what happened. And then you see riders coming in from the gates. You see at least six horses galloping in quickly. And as they're running, they start to fan out. Um, as they're getting closer to you, you're able to see they are reaching into satchels, lighting sticks of dynamite and tossing the dynamite into buildings. You're able, you're, you're far enough away, more in the center of the city where you're able to see this coming towards you and react before it reaches you. What would both of you like to do? Uh, quickly look over to Gertrude and just be like, all right, so is what in the box worth uh, dying over real quick, or can we just skip over a little bit and just leave it here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're muted. We are going to say fiddlesticks to the horses, because what's in there might be worth living for, or help us live. And I open my comically large purse and like starts digging in it and she pulls out a shovel and just like pops it into the top of the crate and pops the crate open and the sides of the crate fall off and it looks like this really hefty bicycle so everyone around is just like sees this shiny bicycle says well i'm sorry son i i have not i apologize i'm gertrude uh can what is your name you you can call me Ray. All right, Ray. I do not normally double strangers on my handlebars, but today I think I shall make an exception. And like <laughs> she pushes all the hay that was packing this. Just hop on, and I think we're going to have to take a ride to see, find a safer vantage point to see what's going on. And uh, she like pops up the kickstand and there's like a basket that Ray can kind of sit in in the front. Okay, perfect. How do you, um, how do you react, Ray? I'm a little confused, but I'm just like, well, <laughs> you're not the first woman to take me for a ride, so let's go ahead and jump in. 
All right. Uh, I'm going to have to spend, what is it? Um, I'm going to have to spend five power points to take both of us flying. And okay. uh, so I'll just cross circle five. All right. And then go ahead and roll that. Um, oh. I think, is it is it weird science? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the, the role is making sure it works, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. All right. I got a three on my D8 and a four on my D6. Okay, the four is what you need to succeed. So um, tell me how this looks before it gets in the air, like the process of getting it in the air. Okay, so it looks, I mean, as much as bicycles at that time were not particularly well developed, this is the best developed bicycle anyone has seen in this area. It's got like carriage springs on the back wheel and the back wheel is turned by pedals. The front wheel has like this very like curvy fender over it. There's a a uh, little lantern in the front that can like with a candle like it's or um, like an oil whale oil lantern that can be lit in the front uh it's sort of which sticks out in between ray's uh legs as he's doubling on the front and so i just like start pedaling and with that extra weight on the front the rear wheel spins up a little bit and we sort of leave the platform and sort of jump off and as we leave the train station we just kind of float up <laughs> on this okay. bicycle all right so um as that is beginning to happen as, as it's almost like it it hovers at first as it's like getting you know traction to start moving upward as it starts moving upward you're able to see more explosions um whatever Whatever is happening, all of the buildings along this thoroughfare are just being targeted with this dynamite just thrown in. And then you start to hear explosions happening from further in the city. And you're able to kind of turn and look and you see an entire group of women dressed in black robes, hoods up, coming out and you see them spinning some kind of dark magic in their palms before they begin firing this magic at the horseback riders the ones throwing this dynamite you see as the horses are riding in immediately stopped by this black magic the horse you hear them just calling out uh the the railers flying off their horses standing up fighting back with dynamite or guns towards these women you're not sure what's happening but it's happening quick and you are starting to gain height. Um, back over to Thomas and Mason. You are standing inside of this restaurant, chaos outside. You, you can hear explosions coming from all around you. What would you like to do? Well, you're about to get your answer straight away, my friend. That's yes, not I this place is hospitable. It's taken the wind out of my sails, what? <laughs> I, 
Mason looks out the window trying to see exactly what's going on with the people down the street, down the town. I want to try to size up how many there are. And I want to see, I want to be sure before I take any further action. These people are alive, I take it, right? This isn't the the dead have broken in or anything like that. Uh, go ahead and make a notice roll. It's a two. Um, looking out, they definitely don't move like the dead. Um, you're you're fairly certain. It's pretty easy to see these these are living people, but you can't quite make out any other details other than that. Um, and unfortunately, you're not able to get many details because when you look out the window, your eyes are drawn to a bicycle that is flying. With a person on the front being all titanic status. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this there's this moment where you're like, I have to look out, I have to see what's going. What the fuck is that? <laughs> you just gotta look over. Um, so you're not really able to get more details at the moment, but you do see the bicycle. I'll, I'll turn back to Thomas. Are you armed? Uh, well, uh, Thomas will uh, have followed you up and said, uh, be careful, Mr. Sinclair, uh, they're, they're ruffians, I, I wouldn't go out there. Uh, armed? Uh, no, no, I, I, I don't engage in combat. No, no, that's that's, that's for ruffians. I, I try to avoid that as best I can. Well, this bodes well. I feel rather safe in your company, Thomas Maypole. Well, we'll just hunker down here for a moment and see what exactly can happen with this. So you you say you say that, and one of the people inside um, that had taken out their guns, you see them run, like push open the uh, restaurant door and sprint out to try to shoot at the writer that just came by. Uh, you you hear his gun go off a few times, and then you hear a blast, and you just hear the sound of an explosion slam up against the door of the restaurant, and the shooting has stopped. Spoken like a damn fool. Um, so you you are hunkering down here for the time okay. being. There are a few other people in the building with you. Um, you see the other one that has drawn their gun. They are now a little less excited to go outside, and you see them kind of jump back behind uh, the counter and kind of just sit there with their guns aimed and ready at the doorway in case anybody were to try to come in. You see a couple of the other people starting to push the tables up against the door, trying to barricade themselves in. Um, is there anything you're doing to that? Do you all have a back entryway to this place? Uh, you see the the one that was already standing behind the counter, kind of like up against the wall. Um, they, they're nodding and they're just, they're pointing. Yeah, it's, it's back here, it's back here. Uh, yes, a uh, very good idea. I think we should check just in case they try to attack us from behind. Yes, indeed. And I'll start making my way there to see, make sure it's barricaded properly. Okay. Um, you start heading back. Uh, walking the back. Nobody else go running outside trying to make a hero out of themselves, all right? <laughs> yeah, the guy that you pass is like, don't worry, I'm not gonna. And um, you, you pass by, you know, crates, boxes, various just kitchen supplies and you get to the back door of this um, restaurant. It is closed. Closed and locked. Yeah. Well, we should be secure then. I'll turn back to Thomas. 
Uh, I suppose it's out of our hands now. Uh, yeah, I wonder if we could get uh, uh, some height on the uh, the whole affair. See if we can see something uh, from from a, a greater vantage point. Well, I suppose we could. Uh, you're all kinds of inquisitive, ain't you? Well, I, I, I yes, uh, the interesting rock there. Anyway, uh, yes, shall we um, see if we can find something on the roof? Uh, or is there a second floor? I don't know. Uh, it would be uh, interesting. Maybe we can continue our interview uh, there. I don't know. Uh, is, is this is normal? <laughs> this most certainly is not normal, friend. <laughs> but we will, uh, we will seek the higher ground as you re- require. Well, it's it's an idea, isn't it? And when it comes to higher ground, there is only one floor to this restaurant, so you could attempt to get on the roof. Um, As for really good vantage points, you would probably be looking at any of the hotels, um, because they're, you know, at least three stories high. Um, But that would mean going outside and making it to a hotel. So those are your options. (laughs) What uh, what are we? What I'll are motion we to the front door and I'll say, I will show you all the southern comfort and hosti- um, hospitality that I know. After you, if you wish to go outside first. Um, no, <laughs> not through that door. No, it's dangerous. But I will. I will wait. <laughs> okay. Um, as for the other two, the the bike is you know gaining height. Um, go ahead and both of you make a notice roll for me. Explode. There's six. Just a sec, this dice. Oh, I got a six and a four. Nice. So, uh, yeah, the four was, or the six was my, uh, extra dice, but they're both d6s, so it doesn't really matter. Okay, well that six would explode technically, so you would roll that one again. That was a one. Okay, um, so both of you looking looking out at the chaos that is just suddenly filling the streets. You see people running across streets. You see magic being just slung outward. You see dynamite being thrown, bullets being shot they're all mixed together to a point where you you actually like you can tell who the witches are but it's hard to tell who like citizen from railer at this point as they're coming through citizen railer horseback maybe that one was already on horseback maybe that one drew their gun to help maybe that one you you have no idea there's no way of knowing and um as you're getting higher and higher up, you see that on the hotels, on these rooftops, you see a few different people. With those roles too, you would be able to see they are in Empire Railer uniforms. They definitely work for a rail line. And you see them on these rooftops rifles ready and they are taking shots at people in the street you're not sure if they're aiming for specific people um but from what you can see 
they're not exclusively aiming for the the witches. Um, and let me see here. You are somehow not noticed yet. Attention is still on the streets. So as you are sl- just slowly gaining height here, what would you like to do? Uh, I'll look to uh, Gertrude and just be like, so you got any uh, other fancy tricks in that bag of yours that might uh, alleviate or uh, maybe bring notice to some of these folks or uh, how high are we going, by the way? What is- well, I think maybe we should level off about now, but I, uh, are these folk, these witches, some sort of a, a show that comes through town? I, I love those dinner theater shows it feels like something like that is this is this normal occurrence in this town ray well i've only been here for you know about a month or two and i can tell you this is not normal all right well i know my friend madge back home turned turned into one of them lds but i and join the Desiree, but I don't think they wear things like this. Uh, can I make a common knowledge roll to see what I know about witches in black robes? Sure. All right, I got a two on my common knowledge dice and a three on my wild dice. Yeah, you're you're not sure. You, I mean, you see them doing magic, but that's the extent of it, really. Well, Ray, do you have any, in your month here, have you made any fast friends who might be able to help us out with this? I'm still, like, pedaling at a leisurely pace to keep <laughs> us in the air. Yeah, and uh, so would I know anybody uh, who's probably come into the brothel that uh, either works for uh, the enforcement here or is at least just a really good gunslinger or anything like that that I could just be like, they might help. Um, so the thing about, um, you've, you've known some that have shown like, not the actual shooting part of it, but you know, like spinning, spinning, holstering, quick draw, things like that. But, um, most of, most of that was quickly stopped in the brothel. Um, so you know a few people that maybe? They at least are good at handling a gun. You're not sure how good they would be at firing the gun. Gotcha. Um, I will say, are you moving towards closer, like, into the city or closer to the gates? With this um, pedaling. Which, it, am I understanding that there's people coming into the gates who are throwing dynamite and some sort of magic users are coming from within the city. Correct. Where is the action moving towards? Like the center of the city or is it now just dispersed everywhere? It seems pretty dispersed everywhere at this point. There maybe is less of it further into the city, but you you have no way of knowing like if it just hasn't made it there yet or if it's actually safer there. Well, Ray, let me let me tell you something very, 
very personal, and that is that I do not have a nephew Grady, so I do not know anyone here in St. Louis. I am very concerned about these railers, though. The railers and I have not gotten along very well as of late. I, I've ridden the rails uh, to get between many cities. I like traveling in my retirement from being a school teacher. And I, I need to find somewhere away from these railers. Can you help me figure out perhaps if we should leave the gates and take our take our chances with the dead or do you have anyone here who could perhaps help us well i know i would definitely not advise outside of the safety of the walls although the safety in the walls is a little circumspect right now uh i would have to say you know uh i wouldn't uh i would look for the most defensible looking building with that's either ideally taller than the people that are on top of the roofs right now so we can land above and just be like, if we can just get to a top floor somewhere, if they're just throwing booms, that won't really affect us. And yeah. Okay, I will say with that, um, unfortunately the tallest buildings do have someone on the rooftops, but it's just one person. So if you want to take your chances without getting the drop on that one person, that's up to you. Um. So I do have like a little like shoulder satchel that I carry okay. around like my soap and my random bits in. Uh, could I attempt to uh, basically lasso someone and we, you know, bike pull them a little bit off real quick? And <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I will say if you, if that's what you want to do, moving in that direction, you could give that you know, a shot. Bring forth the idea to Gertrude. Right, before, right, right. You know, uh, volunteering her to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, my hands certainly are quite, they are encumbered at the moment. So I think that we should alight over there and I will I will be as steady as possible. As we come lower, you are going to want to lean back a little bit as it will keep the front wheel from turning us end over end. It's That's a messy ordeal, and if we got a lasso, we, we would not want to be tangled in that lasso. I will... Will this be another weird science roll for the landing as well? Well... You're not wanting, are, are you wanting to land yet? Or are you wanting to like pull this guy or, off the roof and then land? Ooh, okay, I want to okay. do that thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're moving over there. Um, as for um, our two huddled inside of this restaurant, um, you hear, uh, you hear like an up, pounding on the back door, um, almost like a knocking, uh, a quick, quick knocking. And then uh, you hear the door being tried and then you hear, is anybody there? Please let me in. Don't be moving anywhere near that door now. You let that person stay right where they are. You see a couple uh, of them like- I'm gonna go and let the person in. <laughs> now, hey, hang on just a minute there. I want you to slow your pace there, friend. We have no idea what kind of tricks are up the sleeves of these individuals outside. There might be somebody trying to work their way in here. 
They're still just yeah. pounding on the door and they're like, please, I they're coming, please! I think you'll find that they just threw dynamite. And I'll get the door open as quickly as I can. Head over to the back door, unlock it, open it up. You see um, a woman come in, slam the door, lock it back behind her. Um, she has, it looks like it was neat blonde hair up in some kind of like bun, but not anymore. It's all sorts of crooked strands are hanging down. And um, oh, she's breathing heavily. She has a little like wound on her shoulder and um, she's, she's just standing there holding the door shut and like breathing hard. And she just looks back at, you know, the few people that she sees in here. And, and then she glances over your shoulder at the busted glass uh, from the explosions up at the front. And she, says, she just says, thank you. And she's just sitting there trying to catch her breath at this point. Um, it takes her a moment and then she kind of like fixes her hair the best that she can, turns towards uh, towards you, Thomas, and she says, Victoria Glass. And she holds out her hand and you actually see in her satchel like a notebook and a pen uh, and everything. And she just goes to- uh, 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 Miss, Miss Glass and uh... Thomas, uh, Thomas, Thomas Maple. Uh, very pleased to make your acquaintance. Thomas Maple. Do I know that name? Um, I maybe. I mean, you may have uh, read some articles as I. I have been published uh, mostly in in the, in the in the press. She she nods and she's like, well, maybe, and then looks back like almost for a moment she forgot what was going on and then she looks back towards the chaos and she's like we should get out of this and then i would love to have you for an interview oh me oh. yes I, I, i'm such a boring character really <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing to nothing to see here really i, I was just uh, have you met uh, mr sinclair well you are certainly safe in here darling there's no need to be worried any longer. Now, maybe it might be best if you just stay right here instead of trying to have some sort of interview outside of this here place. In case you haven't all noticed, there's a little bit of some commotion outside. Uh, yes, there seems to be rather bad ruffians here. Um, apparently, are you familiar with St. Louis? Um, I've not been here for very long. Is this, this is not common, I understand. I'm going to roll my eyes and walk away from these two and make my way back <laughs> up towards the front and start looking back outside again, trying to see what's happening. All right. She seems conflicted of like, oh, I really want to, I really want to talk like profession with you right now. But um, then you see like the, you know, the restaurant owner um, and a couple other people inside. They're looking towards the the windows and the people running by and everybody kind of hunkers down um at this point uh you hear um a gunshot and a loud metal cling um we're gonna switch over to our friends on bike and um i'm gonna have ray make an agility roll. Unless you had a different stat in mind for that lasso. Mm -hmm. Just straight agility? Mm-hmm. All right. That'll do. 
own big money. Hmm. Hmm. I might want to spend a Benny to reroll. Sure. <laughs> uh, does that allow rerolling both the wild and regular or just one? Yep. Yep. Full reroll. Round two. It's not as good. <laughs> so that's right. a two. So you uh, toss this rope. Perfect lasso. It just doesn't quite make it and it hits the corner. Um, of this uh, little rooftop ledge, um, it makes a sound, like a whipping sound as, uh, as it hits. And you see the, the man look over at the rope, follow it up to these two figures on this strange flying bicycle. And there's a moment of confusion, but it's qu it quickly goes away as he raises up his gun and fires. Um, Can I spend a Benny? Spend a Benny to... To uh, land the bicycle, like, close to him, or do I still have to roll and then use the Benny to, like... I will... Like, can I, I say, hit him with the bicycle tire? I will say, um... <laughs> you can spend a Benny. I will have you make a weird science roll. Okay. And we'll see how this collides. Yeah, well, well, let me make a weird science roll, and then I'll okay. spend a Benny either to re-roll or, like, can't I add to the dice roll as well with the Benny? Mm-mm. No? Oh. You okay. can re-roll damage and stuff with that, but... Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Weird science is an eight. Plus a six. Uh, I got a five. Okay. Um, so here's what happens. Uh, he, his eyes follow up the rope, and before he even, like, sees you as he's following up the rope, you're just immediately, like, dive-bombing at that point. <laughs> like, you, you see what's gonna happen, and you just start just straight <laughs> nose-dive nose towards him. And there's this moment where, like, the confusion immediately turns into panic. He raises up his gun to fire. He fires, but it's as this bike is just slamming into him. You meant to, like, hit him with your tire, but you full on like slam into, slam into him completely. Uh, he like slams down, skids against the rooftop. The bike is now landed on him. Um, and the gun that fired just hit the metal. And that is, that is how, <laughs> that's how you landed on the roof. <laughs> that's the My, story I was always much better at the takeoff. <laughs> Oh, you did perfect, hon. Don't you worry. I'm going to very quickly try and like stumble off and still holding the rope, just uh, hog tie what I can uh, before he can hopefully recover. Okay. As you're <laughs> hopping off, um, the door to the rooftop opens up and you see a, a, a woman in black robes come up. Um, if you would like to introduce your character. Uh, Rosalie is all in black robes. Looks a little bit frazzled, but very determined and kind of taking in the scene. Frowns at the bicycle. Uh, just confusion. <laughs> and like startled, like, I don't even know how to react to this. <laughs> Yeah, you've come up um, after seeing 
this railer up on this rooftop um, trying to catch him by surprise and as you come up you see this bicycle land slam down onto the railer and these two people come off one of them immediately starts flipping the railer over and trying to hog tie him um, so the two of you see this woman in black robes come up and there's this moment where you're you're all just kind of looking at each other like uh now marshall i do have a question sure have i really interacted with uh the witches or black robes at all in like the month or two nope not not before today <laughs> yeah so i'm just gonna look at her and be like uh friend i suppose that remains to be seen I'll take it. And I'm just going to keep hog tying. <laughs> I pop the uh, the kickstand on the bike down, and I can only assume that I actually put the large bag in between me and Ray while I was doing, even though I didn't say it. Uh, I pop off and I say, well, it seems that you have been going against the dynamite throwing people and I, I really think that all of that chaos does need to be stopped so I think we are friends do you know anywhere around here that we get a spot of tea and maybe some clam chowder I know we're a little inland for the clams but they can things now not sure if you're going to be finding much at the moment still just explosions all over the streets Screams. it's a little bit rough out there I would like to just kind of like look over into the street if I could. Okay. Yeah, you walk over to the edge and kind of peek around. Are you looking for anything specific or just trying to see what's going on? I just want to see what's going on at first down below, but then I want to start looking at other rooftops and see if I can spot anybody else. Okay. Um, yeah, looking around, you see, uh, you just, it's hard to tell who is who anymore as um, the streets are kind of beginning to empty out more people are taking cover in various places but that has gotten um more of the fighting to happen indoors you hear explosions inside um gunfire around buildings as you know people are trying to hide um lots of gunfire lots of dynamite lots of black magic it's just chaos it's hard to tell what is what um looking up toward all of these rooftops and everything, uh, you see there are about four other hotels around. And on all of these hotels, you do see railers with rifles looking down towards the streets. Um, and at this point, I will have, uh, I'll have everybody make a notice roll. Uh, the two inside the building, I'm gonna have you do that at negative two. Uh, real quick, could I potentially pocket this uh, man's rifle or gun? Uh, sure. Yeah, you could take this gun. Sweet. Yeah. Do you need those stats? I will probably need those stats. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to actually roll my wild card with my die this time. <laughs> I didn't do that the last time. I uh, with my negative two, I'm going to get a one. Nice. I got a 10. Out of five. With my negative two, I got a two, but I've also got one for win, so I get a one also. Okay. I got a six. Um, all right. So that rifle, um, that deals 2d8 damage. 
for that. All right. Okay, so those of you that had a four or higher, you are able to first hear the sound. The sound is what gets your attention. You hear just the grinding of the gates being closed. Um, and then looking over, you see the giant iron gate slowly closing. And as soon as it closes, you see um, three of these witches hold out their hands, cast some sort of spell on this gate to secure it closed. Seeing them, I'm also going to look over to uh, the new lady in black we have here and just go, uh, so. Do y'all work for the city? Should are y'all okay here? Cause that looks suspicious. Would <laughs> you get on a roof with a bicycle? <laughs> He's got she's got really good legs. It's they right. are very good legs. I I will explain my my trickery once we figure out what your trickery is doing because I think it is good things but I really need to know who are those uh, people with the dynamite they seem to be trying to put this town on siege but I've heard no reason to siege St. Louis it's it's a safe haven for good people of the mid Midwest they work for the railroad that explains it. Which 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 line are we talking about here? Which line do you think? All I know is that the old comptroller on the on the uh, H and O line, and I do not get along. He was transporting top secret military goods but and they were for no good reason but his own and I think that perhaps this is the what that no good reason was at this point uh, you hear the rooftop door kind of creak open behind you and you see um, two of these railers coming up in full Empire Rail uniform. Um, both of them come up expecting to see their buddy, who is now hogtied over uh, on the rooftop, come up. They see you and they immediately go to draw their guns. Um, we're going to come back to the scene and draw some action cards. But first, we're going to switch over to uh, the restaurant. Um, you see more and more people are dispersing from the streets and as you're looking out anybody who's passing by you see them go to pass by and immediately like look through the windows and everybody kind of ducks down while that happens and then when they pass by you're able to get back look back up and and see try to see what's going on it's so hard to tell from inside here um and then uh victoria glass um she she starts whispering, starts telling you, I was at the mailroom when this started. I saw a message come through. Um, something, someone was warning us that the, the train is heading straight for the city. Do you know what that means? Do any of you uh, know what that means? The train is heading for the city. 
Yeah, it seems threatening, but trains come into the city all the time. Is there something on the train that we should not be having arrive at the city? I... I don't know. At this point, Victoria looks over towards the windows and um, you hear the sound of someone banging on doors. Not this door. It sounds it sounds close, but it's definitely not this restaurant. Um, you hear just banging on the door, and then you finally hear the wood splinter, and then you hear the explosion of dynamite from whatever occurred. Can't see, hard to tell, and then you hear that happen again, a little bit closer. I'm going to creep up to the one side of the door and I'm going to try to do so to where if the person tries to come through our door, I can get the jump on them. I'm going to very slowly draw my Bowie knife out from behind underneath my coat and twirl a time or two in my hand, readying myself nervously. I kind of fiddle with it for a second. All right. So you you stand there at the side of this doorway. Um, You hear an explosion. You feel the rumble. This 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 stick of dynamite was a lot closer. Um, and then there's a, a brief pause. You hear the crunch of the boots coming over from the building beside you over to this one. Um, this person stands at the door and you you hear the, the door handle being tried. And when that doesn't work, you hear them starting to walk over toward one of the windows instead. They're walking towards the window and you hear the strike of a match as they are... And the window is blown out, correct? Correct. I want to try to rush across, and I'm going to try to stab... If they're going to put their hand through, I'm going to try to stab mm-hmm. at their hand, or if not, I maybe even try to stab at them if I can. Okay, we're going to go ahead and do some action cards for this as well, just to see the order of events here. So, I'm going to try to shuffle these away from the microphone. We just want that authentic oh, sound. Oh, good try. Good try. <laughs> I like the Foley work. I think you should keep it right in. <laughs> <laughs> we all know how good of a card shuffle you are, Marshall. <laughs> okay, so this will be your card. Nine. This will be my card. Oh, cool. Do nice. you want to spend a Benny to re-roll, or are you just taking that? I will, uh, I'll spend a penny. Okay. I would like to act as well. Sure. Okay. This one will be yours then. Oh, fantastic. I love that. Six. And then that re-roll, or that redraw. Ten. Little better. Still not better than a queen, but. That's true. Worth a shot. All right. So, um, this figure steps over. Uh, you see them clearly through this busted window as they've lit a match. They look up, they see you, you know, rushing with your knife. Uh, they light this stick and they just drop it right inside and you see them starting to just back up away from the building. That is their turn. What would you like to do? Um, well, change of plans. I'm going to try to actually as quickly as possible for my large frame i'm going to try to grab that dynamite and chuck it back out the window at him <laughs> <laughs> okay um make an agility roll oh no 
<laughs> That's my low one. Okay, well I got a I got a six on my wild die, so that does explode, correct? Yeah, yeah it does. Okay, this might have saved me here. Uh, so the six, they get added together? Yes. Alright, so that's a seven. Okay, so uh, you were rushing with your knife. You you watch the dynamite fall, and in one split second, you just slide, grab onto the dynamite, and like you're still taking cover like below the actual window, and you just chuck it over. Like, don't even look. Just chuck it out and take cover at what's left of the wall there. Uh, you throw it out. Thomas has a perfect view of this dynamite flying out. You see the railer's face drop. And as soon as the dynamite reaches them, it just explodes and you just see pink mist everywhere as as that dynamite just blows up right before it hits him. Um, that does send just whatever was left of the glass around the sides of this window shatter inward at you. Um, you hear them all just clinking down to the floor. Uh, is there anything Thomas would like to add? Um, uh, yes, he will say, and that's what you ruffians get! <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, all right, back over to the other group. All right, so these two railers have, have come up. They're immediately trying to draw their gun, seeing their friend tied up over in the corner. Uh, here we have... Gertrude. Oh. We have Rosalie. That's a the five. I know it doesn't want to focus on it sometimes. Sometimes it does really well, sometimes it doesn't. We have Ray. It's a seven. And we have the Railers. It's a five. That's low draw all the way around. Um, I'm gonna spend one of my bennies to re-roll. Anybody else? Good. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. So here is Gertrude's redraw. Okay, <laughs> better. And the Railer's redraw. Oh. Anyone else? Yeah, I would like to spend one. All right. I believe in you, Rosalie. Hey. Nice. Hey. All right. So with that, Rosalie is up first. Yay. <laughs> so yeah, they've come in directly behind you. You spin around real quick as they're both bringing up their guns. What would you like to do? I would like to fire off a bolt at All right. whoever looks like they're drawing faster. <laughs> okay, go ahead and um, one of those is like a cone. Um, I want to say it's either blast or burst. Okay. So if you want to do that one, yeah, that'll I'm hit both do of the them. cone okay. for sure. All right, all right. Um, go ahead and make a spellcasting roll. Okay. There is 13. Oof. All right. So, um, you spin around. The two of you on this roof see 
this this witch that has come up spin around as these two come in and they pull up their guns. What does your magic look like? Um, I'm doing, it's like a cone. There's just like this swirl of sort of smoky, dark purple energy just goes flying out from my hands in this cone shape to engulf the two men. Perfect, go ahead and roll that damage. Oh, and is that the 2d6 or the 3 Um, this one will be three. Okay. Ten. Ten. All right, so uh, you watch as um, both of these men are suddenly just engulfed with this strange purple-black energy. They both stumble backwards. One of them is trying to like pat it, pat out, pat it out like it's flames, and it's just not quite going out. The other one backs up too far, and you hear them start to fall down the stairs. Um, one of them is still like standing here, super. They they look really hurt, but they're looking up. You see a little bit of blood coming out of like one of their eyes, and they look up and they they still try to raise up their gun. Um, and it's their turn. So, uh, with that, they're definitely taking a shot at you. Uh, let's see here. Okay, so um, they raise up the gun, but they fire just a little too soon. The bullet slams into like right by your feet and then they bring it up like to aim towards your face. Uh, they're gonna try to take another shot, but they're gonna be at a penalty for that. What is your toughness? Four. Okay. So, um, the first shot fires right by your feet. The second one, the gun comes up and they, f- they fire. It looks good, but when they fire the bullet, you can feel it slice just right across, right across your cheekbone. Uh, your ear is ringing, but you're okay. And he's just standing there uh, like terrified that he just shot you in the head and you're still standing. Some kind of devil's work. Uh, You can just see the fear in his eyes. Um, And that is his turn. So we have, um, I believe, Ray. I'm gonna uh, slide and try and get to where I have Mr. Hogtie down. Okay. And use his body as a barricade real quick. Perfect. And ideally I'd like to try and shoot uh, his gun out of his hands. Okay, um, so if you're making a called shot like that, that is going to be at a negative two penalty. Okay. So you would make your shooting roll with that negative two. Okay. Here we go. Oh, nice. A six and a four. So I'll take that six uh, wild. <laughs> okay. And that is cocked. And a five, so... 11 minus two. Oh yeah, that'll do it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so his his arm is like straight out basically. He just tried to shoot this witch in the face and failed. And you run back, hide behind this other railer's body. At first, at first like he thinks you're using him like as a meat shield and, and he's sitting there like squirming, trying to fight it. And then you just hold out the gun, fire, and you see uh, like sparks, but also like blood spray at the same time as you shot a couple of his fingers off. Um, but the My gun bad. does kind of fly up and 
ladder somewhere else, and he's just sitting there now, holding his hand. He's he's still like convinced that she did this. <laughs> and I am okay with that for sure. Um, <laughs> full credit. <laughs> uh, all right, Gertrude. So are there still two railers on the roof, or did one fall down the stairs? No, one fell down the stairs. You have the one railer that is now missing two fingers. All right. I want to use taunt to like okay. see if I can get the railer to back down and leave town. Okay, what do you so, say? I say, well, it looks like you're going to need some medical attention. And you know, you're given your lack of potence in the bedroom, your good hand is gone and I think I think you need to go back to control comp, the controller of the HNO line and uh, see if they can help you out. Alright, go ahead and make a taunt roll. Okay, so I, I've got D8 in that. Oh, I got nope. That's a one on my wild dice, but I got a seven on my on my uh, D eight. That'll work. Um, so you see, there's this moment of realization where you know this railer is looking at this witch like you just blew off my fingers, and then uh, looking around, looking over her shoulder. Um, as you're saying this, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but like taking a couple steps forward just as like a intimidation factor I'm here. like almost looking as if I'm I'm going to try to repair him at first <laughs> okay okay <laughs> um and so you're walking up to him and there's this moment where he his eyes flick to everyone on the roof and then he looks at his buddy hogtied and you just see this kind of shrug like I'm sorry and then he just <laughs> turns around and just starts running down the stairs um successfully scared away. <laughs> so I'm just going to kind of look up uh, at Rosalie and be like, oh, uh, I guess, you know, since y'all seem to be a little more a lot, I got a gift for you. I'm just going to like <laughs> lean the guy towards her. <laughs> yeah, and the guy is is just shouting angry like curses at the, the man that just left him here. Um, calling him a coward and just shouting out at him. Steal one of his socks and put it in his mouth. (laughs) Say, I'm sorry. Your friend looks like he's more used to having the New England clam chowder on that hand than the Manhattan clam chowder. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, you want to tell me how you got the bike up here? Well, You'll, you might have noticed, and I, I understand why you would have uh, some trepidation about working with me, but you can see that we've got some Empire Empire Rail or uh, insignia on this bike. I know that the Comptroller was going to be using this, this Velocipede for no good, and I have imbued it with specialized technology, which I think if the railers had not already gotten there, they were part way there already. And I have 
was was kind enough to take it off their hands at the rail station uh, with with the help of Ray. Thank you, Ray, again for uh, you. You may have figured out, Ray, that this was not in fact my parcel, and I have no no nephew Grady. I may have already told you I had no nephew Grady, but this was my plan all along. Was I have been following the railers to get this piece of technology, this flying velocity. We were able to fly it from the station up here. Now, I reckon at this point that there may in fact be a lull and we could leave by the stairs if we if we could uh, perhaps find a way of hiding this velocity. Does that answer your question? Certainly no friend of the Empire Railroad. I'd like to look out over the rooftops again and just see, like, how many can I see from where I'm at are still up on the roofs? Uh, you can see any of the the ones that you had seen on the rooftops are still on the rooftops. Okay. Um, and you still see plenty running around in the streets, but there are also some that maybe are railers, maybe are civilians. It's kind of hard to tell sometimes. Okay. I suppose hiding it would be a good idea. I'm trying to get to the other rooftops, though, and that looks like it'd be very helpful for such a thing. Well, uh, it was very, I have to say, I'm not sure how many more rides I can get with with another passenger. However, is there any way you could could help me give it a little bit more, you know, put a little bit more whale oil in the tank? And the reason I'm asking is I have just enough power points left to get one more person. Like, I, I can do, like, one ride with two person two people or even like one ride with myself and only have a little bit of powerpoints left so either i need to figure out a way of getting a powerpoint or for another person to uh, yeah i can certainly do one more two up but we need to find a way we want to win some energy if that's what you're asking that would be that would be certainly a good way to put some whale oil in the tank here. Sure. You think you can uh, take them out like you did last time? No, oh, I, th- I think we could certainly do that. Um, <laughs> now, if we if we don't land, we can get a little bit more whale oil in our tank. We could probably get the three of us out out out, out of here. Um, now we could see what I've got in my in my satchel, and I I'm going to like upend my purse, and uh, I am going to use my gadgeteer weird science to see if like everything and I can like cobble together everything in my purse to make some sort of a like sidecar-y type thing or like even like uh the the like pigs on the back so someone can like hang on the back wheel and someone on the front okay but, uh, yeah. um do you have some sort of like tinkering skill i do i have gadget here so yeah okay i could yeah do you want me to read it to you 
Yes, please. I've, okay. I wrote it down somewhere, and I've now got multiple tabs open. Give me a second. I should have screenshot the character sheet All right, when I just looked it up. So uh, I use weird science uh, because I have a, enough in it. Um, right. I can build incredible devices out of most anything. A gadgeteer can spend up to three power points. Oh, I have to spend power points to do it too, though. Okay, can this be some sort of... Now, uh, Rosalie, uh, how much energy do you think you've got in you after all of this? Or is there any way I can, like, earn power points back? I'll say um, if Rosalie wanted to aid, it would be one or the other. Rosalie could aid with um, this weird science role or aid with filling the tank as you... Oh, crikey. Um... Um, so I'm thinking we're I'm thinking we're better off decisions, just decisions. being like I'm thinking we're better off aiding with just like we figure out how like who's on the back and who's on the front and it's just like holding on tight sort of thing um, because there's nothing saying we can't do that as long as I've got this bicycle like it's uh, plus two powerpoint it's three powerpoints to use it and then plus two for each rider. Um, now, I don't know if fly is, I can, it doesn't, I don't think it says, it gives a minimum number. Let's see. Does it? And I'll I... say, I'll say with the bike, it's fine. Even if fly did put like a minimum number on there or, a, okay. I would say with the bike, it's fine, but one of you will have to roll to see if you can hold on. Okay. Um, okay. I was also going to ask, uh, could I potentially uh, get help since he's probably going to resist uh, stripping this guy and basically hit manning his clothes, put it all on and go undercover type deal? I'd say with uh, all of you, that's that's pretty doable. I mean, he is hogtied, so you can only resist so much. Um, um, and, uh, you know, as we're going through that process, uh, it'd also be like, and, you know, if we need a backup, we can always do the, the classic uh, ruse of y'all are my prisoners and, you know, we're trying to gather up and we can just walk right on over and pop up and be like, hey, boy, bam. <laughs> All right. Okay, so you're both. So we're getting on the bike still, correct? Yes. Getting on the bike, going over to the next rooftop. One of you is a witch, one of you is dressed like a railer. And one of you is- I'll make the roll to hold on. Flying a bike, okay. A retired school marm flying a bike. Perfect. (laughs) I love this scene. I love what you have just created. (laughs) Okay, so first, make your weird science roll to fly the bike. Okay. Uh, I got a five on my wild dice and a two okay. on my, yeah. All right, that'll yeah, that'll that'll do it. Oh. Um, there's a moment where you think you're all gonna die because once it leaves the roof, it just fall, it starts plummeting, and there's this like oh shit, oh shit, and then it finally like 
gains traction and you're able to start moving up. But there was definitely a moment where you're like, we're just nose diving for the ground. Um, so once that moment of fear, like your stomach drops as it levels out and then uh, the bike starts gaining height again, um, heading over towards the next rooftop. Uh, Ray, go ahead and I'll let you make a strength roll. Oh boy. I'm going to use another Benny. All right. <laughs> Is how high up are we? A couple stories. Yeah, that might hurt. Haha, <gasps> -ha, worth it. <laughs> 11. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you're able to just hold on. Uh, there, were, it, what what messed you up the most was this like nosedive and then level out. Like you you slipped from your position and you were like dangling by one arm for a moment <laughs> and you just held back on. Um, and then the bike as it's as it's coming up, you're still just dangling there basically. And as you're coming up closer to this rooftop, I'm gonna see if you are noticed. Yeah, yeah, you're noticed. Um, so you notice like as the bike is coming up over, uh, you know, this this railer is looking down at the street, just fired, pulling back, looks over like almost slowly as the bike is just coming into view, you know, first sees the two of you on the back of it. And then as it continues going up, sees one more person just dangling from the bottom of it. And there's this moment where like, that he's not even turning to fire at you because he is just like, I have lost my mind. I've definitely I'm just gonna lost call out to mind. him in like full railer uniform and be like, I've got him, I've got him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm giving you a Benny for that one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I got this. Um, <laughs> so there is this just moment of complete confusion. And uh, then he turns and he doesn't fire immediately. He, he aims the gun cautiously, but kind of motions for you to land and kind of steps out of the way he, he definitely yeah, has yeah, no idea what's going on feet down on the roof and i'm like i'm trying to like hold it back <laughs> okay okay well seeing that he would uh put like put away his gun and come over and grab onto it to try to help you wait can i kick him in the face when he does that <laughs> absolutely make a fighting move seven Seven. Um, oh, well, my six was a six. Does that yeah, explode? Re Reroll that one, yeah. Eight. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, he runs over, grabs onto the bike, and is, like, pulling it. And it really helps with the landing aspect of it. Like, you don't even really have to land. You're just being kind of glided over to a... Like, you're still hovering, but it's, like, an almost landing position. Um over enough to where if it were to fail, you would just land right down on the rooftop, but pull, helping to pull you over. And he's he looks directly at Ray and says, what the fuck is going, and then just slammed in the face with a boot. Um, go ahead and roll that damage. What is, um, what am I rolling for damage for that? What is unarmed? It should be down at the bottom. Uh, range, cage. melee, damage, strength. 
It's a five. Okay. Um, so <laughs> this kick, you hear a crunch um, as as this boot just slams into this guy's face. He stumbles backwards, falls down onto like his butt, and he's just reaching over and holding onto his nose. And as he looks up, his nose is broken. It is just it's just cracked all the way down the center right here, and you just see blood just spilling down uh, his chin. Um, how does Ray react to this? I'm gonna be like, oh shit. And I'm gonna get down <laughs> next to him and be like, uh, you know, temporarily forget the bike. Be like, are you all right? As I'm doing so, I wanna try and pickpocket his uh, guns. Okay, okay. Well, all right. So he does have one like revolver holstered. Uh, the gun he was using was the rifle. So are you trying to like, sneak his revolver or are you trying to do like this quick get the rifle off the shoulder get the uh rifle away from okay so that's something that um he'll definitely notice like but i'm trying to make it like the whole like i've got you let me get this out of the way since you just fell down on it okay okay um hmm 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 i don't know what check to have you make here (laughs) I've got a thievery. You know what? That sounds perfect. Sweet. Uh, four. Okay. Uh, yeah. So there's this. You just reach over, and it's just this smooth motion of just you know bringing the rifle off of his shoulder, and there's there's a moment where he like goes to grab onto it, and you 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 just assure him like. I, so I right. got this. I, I got think this. we can fix this. I think we can fix this. <laughs> um, at this point, what are the two on the bike doing? So it's right <laughs> off the bike at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm struggling to keep it up probably a little bit and I'm sort of circling. Ray, you're on the roof and you've stolen the revolvers. Yeah. We're kind of circling. Um, is the railer like completely knocked out at this point or still alive? No, no, he he's alive. Um his his nose is broken. He hasn't turned his attention back to you quite yet. Okay. As I circle, I come in from the back and I like since I've lost the weight of of Ray on the bike, I'm kind of better balanced and I pull the shovel out of out of my gigantic purse and like <laughs> really start pedaling like I'm going uphill <laughs> and like I come around from the back and try to whack him with the shovel from the back uh, would that be an athletics check at this point is that uh, 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 that's that's gonna be a fighting role okay is fighting a skill yes it, does everyone have that skill or did I no okay so I, I roll a, a four a d4 and and a wild dice. And I'm at a negative two? Yes. Oh god. Please explode, please explode. <laughs> uh, I got a five uh, three. So good. A three? Three. Uh can I spend a Benny to re-roll? I'm low on Bennies, but I'm gonna spend it. So I'm gonna say no to the Benny because okay. A three meets his parry oh. for this melee attack. So you okay. are good. 
Roll your damage. Okay, uh, and that's the, the strength plus d6. So when it says strength plus d6, do I roll strength and a d6? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I got a five. Okay. Um, so just tell me what this looks like. So I pull around <laughs> and like I'm pedaling so hard and I'm single-handed handing it and the wind is kind of like billowing up my cardigan and I just like come around and like put one foot out to steady myself and whack him on the back of the head and i assume he flies forward oh yeah oh yeah yeah he flies forward and slumps down uh onto the rooftop um (laughs) ray just has his rifle in uh in your hands um and you just hear the sound of the bike afterwards as everything just falls silent. Okay. Just reach up towards them. I got a spare if one of y'all want one. <laughs> At that, we're gonna cut back over to our friends in uh, in the restaurant. It has gotten not quieter, but further away at this point. The fight seems to have, it's, there's still things happening out on the streets, but the majority of the dynamite seems to be exploding further in the city at this point. Um, you still hear the occasional gunshot. Uh, what would you like to do? Well, uh, those ruffians have certainly been dealt with. Nothing like the uh, chaps down Whitechapel way. They're quite uh, quite persistent, those chaps, but these ones, they seem to just toss dynamite and run off. Anyway, uh, so, Shall we investigate further as to what is going on, or shall we just hide here in uh, like rabbits in a hole? Well, I've had enough of hiding for the day, my friend. This cannot abide, this attack on this town and on us. And uh, I'll start uh, climbing up and over the broken out window to try to go out on the street so I can look okay. down and see what's going on with the sounds disappearing. Okay. Oh. Whilst, uh, whilst uh, Mr. Sinclair is doing that, I will simply go over to the door and open it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's there's just these two separate scenes here side by side. Like, we've got, you know, the jumping through the window, looking around, and then just the... <laughs> just opening up the door, <laughs> peeking out. Um, uh, yeah, looking out, you see blood-covered streets. Um, various bodies laying all around, um, buildings on fire at this point, and uh, both of you make a common knowledge roll. Uh, four. Uh, also four. Okay. Um, you haven't spent too much time around a whole lot of ghost rock. But living in this city, living in St. Louis, you definitely know the smell. And this smells like burning ghost rock in various places. And I mean, you know of it, you know it's 
very flammable. You know it is impossible to put out. It will burn holes into the earth. That's what this smells like. And getting this smell, you kind of look over uh, back in through the window where uh, that stick of dynamite exploded. And you see just the tiny, almost like, almost like little cinders, just little ash. Uh, not quite burning through the the floor just yet, but you you see there's still just this ever burning fragment that seems to have been placed into this dynamite. Well, seeing all the carnage outside, you uh, Thomas, you'll notice that Sinclair stops for a moment and his head lowers as if he's got memories flooding back from another time but then he grits his teeth and he stands up straight and uh, kind of buries that away for now um, I look around do I see anything else in the street uh, any people on the the rooftops or anything like that I know there was that weird bicycle that went by a moment ago do I perhaps see any signs of that uh, make a notice roll that's a three uh, you are, you, you would definitely notice a bicycle in the air, but looking around from this vantage point, you don't see it anymore. You're starting to think maybe you imagined it. Um, and, uh, you do feel like this constant rumble and it's a familiar feeling especially here in St. Louis, a train is coming. I'll turn back to those inside. Actually, Thomas, I believe you said it was out. I'll turn to mm-hmm. him. I believe your new friend is right. I do believe the train is arriving. We're gonna head back up to the rooftops um, where you see this railer with the broken nose suddenly look very concerned that he hears a train coming and um, there's this moment it can't move I mean he is basically like just slammed over pretty much dead at this point laying there you see trying trying to push trying to get up but this this railer is not moving for all intents and purposes, pretty much dead. But there's this moment of panic of, I have to, I have to get away, I have to escape, brain not really working properly. Um, You can see the panic before that last burst of energy is just gone and the body slumps. Um, But you are also able to hear the train coming. And at your point of view up here, higher in the sky, um, go ahead and make a notice roll. All three of us? Yeah. All right. Both of the D6. Yes. Eight. Ooh, I got a four and an explode. So I re-roll the exploded dice and add the two together? Yeah. <gasps> Twelve. Nice. I got a four. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, you are able to look out and see the train coming 
you can see it in the distance. You can see it is, I mean, you've seen plenty of trains. This one, it should not be going this quickly. It should not be moving this fast. This this train is speeding down these tracks and then your eyes meet the gate that is closed. Um, and with that, we head back down to Thomas and Mason. And um, Victoria Glass kind of comes out from behind the door. She's looking around too. Um, and, and she just says, is that a train? I do believe it is. Should we be getting out of here? I think we should. And How far can we go to get away from a train? Yeah, she glances over to the gates and they're, I mean, they're arcanely sealed, it seems. Well, uh, getting away from the gates would probably be the best way to uh, remove ourselves from here. Uh, are the tracks within sight? Is it going to explode into the gates? What's happening? Yeah, so the tracks, they come in through the gates and they basically like go around the city. Um, like into the center, almost like a figure eight sort of thing to get back out of the city. Um, so they should, in theory, be able to come through the gates, but with the gates closed at the speed, maybe they will still come through the gates. You don't. <laughs> would there be anybody like a constabulary or a sheriff or somebody in town who would be somebody we could maybe get in charge of this, try to figure out exactly what we should be doing? Um, you see many officials' bodies on the ground. I mean, you know the actual sheriff's office is further into town. You could try. Well, we'll never, we'll never outrun a train. Um, well, we'll just have to take command when command is needed to be taken. I look around uh, we, to see if there's any weapons, guns on the ground. We don't need to outrun a train because it normally goes down a track. If we just run the opposite out away of the track, then we are obviously not going to be... It. If the gate's over there, I'm going that way. <laughs> Your logic astounds me, good man. <laughs> um, looking around, yeah, there are plenty of guns laying around. You could easily grab. Um, probably be more revolvers than anything. Okay, I'll, I'll pick one up. Okay. I'll check to make sure it's loaded and stick it into my my belt. I'll yeah, I'll say, um, so. I'll say roll a d6. Five. All right. It it has five in uh, five bullets in the chambers. Um, only one was fired off before whoever owned it no longer owned it. Um, so is that the plan? Are we rushing off opposite of the tracks in the gate? Yeah, we can. I'll come in behind them. I'll keeping keeping an eye on case there's other people who want to be throwing dynamite at us. Okay. Um, Victoria will actually like tell you two to go ahead, um, and she'll look back to the people inside, uh, and she'll basically just be like, "Just, just make sure it's." I gotta get these people, and she just kind of turns back and starts ushering them out. Um, do you two run ahead? Yeah, I'll give her All a right. nod and I'll go on. Yeah. 
uh, sprinting forward. Are you heading for like the sheriff station, or are you just trying to get away from the tracks? If the sheriff station is in is in the direction that we're heading, then it's it's a location that we could tra- check, see if there's um, anything. But with all these dynamite tossing vagabonds, I would I would imagine that the sheriff station would be one of the first things to be exploded. I'll say that as, as we head there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll just seize the moment here, Thomas. We'll just do what we must do. All right. So, um, sprinting forward, you're mostly concentrating on staying away from the path of the train that you can hear just barreling in. Um, as you're both running, you both uh, go to turn the corner from a building. And um, who is anyone leading? Or are you running like side by side? I think I would take the lead. I seem a little bit more uh, used to getting in a fight than him. So I'm gonna try to take the lead if I can. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I was saying. It's like, <laughs> my, uh, Thomas will definitely allow uh, Mr. Mason, uh, Mr. Sinclair to take the lead. All right, so you're <laughs> you're running in front. Yeah, you've got Thomas following right behind you. Um, as you're sprinting, you go to turn a corner and you slam into um, another person that was coming around the corner slam in both of you kind of stumble over a little bit uh he leans up against the the wall of the building you kind of stumble over thomas actually kind of catches you a little bit and you're looking over at um a railer but he doesn't seem to have a weapon and he he puts up his hands i'll aim the gun at him for safety i won't pull the trigger and i'll say explain yourself right this damn minute young man you see him kind of like glance around the building and then quickly duck back into cover and like he's clearly hiding behind the building and he just puts up his hand like this and then you hear um, boots crunching down the alleyway coming in your direction and he's just he's just sitting here like this. I'll look to see where the sound is coming from. Uh, do you peek like around the alley? Yeah. Okay, yeah, stepping over, you peek around, you see uh, one of the women in the black cloaks uh, spinning just arcane magic in uh, in her hands, and she's just stepping, and she just seems to be looking for someone. Uh, do I know any sort of relationship between these witch-type characters and these railers? Do I know that the witches are from the town? Do I know this? Um, go ahead and make a common knowledge roll. That is a six on my wild die. We got another six on my wild die. And no. a three, so it's a 15. Okay. Um, all right, so you haven't seen much of the railers or the witches in St. Louis. You have heard very, very recently that there was talk of the Empire Rail and the Black River Rail purchasing St. Louis together. They were going to make some sort of partnership, some sort of combined company to basically take over trade in St. Louis. Now, the Empire Rail 
railers and the Black River Rail, who was rumored to be run by witches. I'll just duck back out of the way and I'll try to keep an eye on this young man. I'm going to try to ask him some more questions when this woman's out of the way. Well, okay, uh, so Thomas Thomas has curious as a hindrance, so he will just uh, excuse me, madam. You seem to be rather uh, astute in the uh, in the uh, in the study of the arcane. Uh, is that a school that you have uh, furnished for uh, quite some time? <laughs> as he just walks um, over to her. All right, so you just walk around the corner. Um, Excuse me, ma'am, and you start walking up to her. She doesn't hesitate. She immediately looks at you and slings some sort of magic in your direction. I will throw myself out of the way. What is your toughness? Uh, Five. Okay. Um, Yeah, so it's not enough to give you a wound or anything. as she slings this magic, you were like almost expecting it as you're walking up. You're you're still in like this motion of just moving over. This this arcane bolt just slings towards you. You watch it coming and you actually dive in the other direction. The bolt slams into like the corner of that building. It definitely hits you. You definitely feel like this burning in certain places, but it's not enough to cause any wounds. And you have now like dove behind the the building on the other side of the alleyway. Um, uh, yeah. And you, you hear her footsteps as she's coming up to finish the job. Well, yes, he, he will get up, dusting himself down. Madam, I am a member of the press. <laughs> I'm just trying to in, in, trying to ascertain uh, your validity for being here and throwing uh, arcane magic. I will. I'll grip my teeth and I'll come up behind her and I'll try to shoot her in the back. Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, make that shooting roll. Can I? Hopefully I get a 15 on this. I doubt it. <laughs> okay. That is a four though, which is my shooting die. So roll that again. It's a two, so that's a six total. Okay. Roll that damage. This is just a regular single action revolver. Yeah, it should be, I think, 2D. 2D 2D6 six plus one looks like. Yes, yes, there, there you go. Yeah. Four and a six, and these don't these don't explode. These nine. These do damage does explode. Oh wow! Okay, so that's ten plus five is um fifteen plus one sixteen total. <laughs> okay, yeah, you just walk up, put it just directly like center center of her back, and fire. Uh, the the bullet actually comes up like through the back of her head, and just firing kind of at an upward angle to not hit, you know, your friend in front. Executed. Let the body fall to the ground. And as it falls, he sees me just standing there looking grim. You might want to keep your questions and your curiosities to yourself. Well, Mr. Sinclair, that was rather rude. I was investigating this person. I turned back to see if the young man that we had in the alleyway, if he's still there, or maybe he might have slipped off in the um, distraction. Uh, yeah, first, I'm going to give you both a Benny for that interaction. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, as you turn around, you see you see him, his hands are still up, but he's, like, not looking at you, and he's trying to start moving down. You hold to... right the fuck right there, young man, and I'll point the gun at him. It's sorry. still smoking. Yeah, he's just like, I'm sorry. <clears throat> 
we have our curiosities for you as well. I'm I'm shocked at this this the uh, indeed what what are you doing here, young man? And and he does he does look way too young to be here to be here doing this, and he he's just like. What we're, we're, and then he kind of like stiffen, like stiffens his face, like no, 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 Ike, this is this is why I'm here. It's fine. Um, kind of gets his composure back, and he says, uh, "Just one moment, just one moment, boy. Just hold it there." Thomas will go into his uh, pockets, pull out a hip flask, and give the boy a shot. <laughs> Gladly take it, but like you can tell, he's never had a shot before in his life. Um, takes never- it and is like. That's the finest brandy, oh, you don't know anything. Now, uh, Mr. Maypole, were you holding out on me? Well, you didn't seem to need it. You didn't. That was a good you shot. You were saying. <clears throat> Do you have any water? <laughs> I point to a nearby horse trough. Okay, um, we're, we're here because and he kind of glances over to the witch corpse. We can't... We can't let them buy St. Louis. We can't. We just can't do it. Why? You've seen them, and he points to the witch. We can't have our rail line be involved with that. With what? Women folk? Magic folk! Well, they did seem to be dabbling in the arcane, and I didn't get a clear uh, answer out of them because uh, you cut her, her ability to answer short, didn't you, Mr. Sinclair? Um, well, it was either her or you, my friend. Would you prefer that I bring her back and she can go ahead and finish you off? I had the situation underhand. It would appear so. Uh, why exactly can they not? By simply because you do not like witches, or simply because there's another reason? Uh. Make a persuasion roll. Oh, okay, good. I'm good at that. Um, <laughs> D8. Oh, I got snake eyes. Oh. <laughs> Can I roll a Benny? I know I can't with snake eyes. That's right. Um, I will let you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, that's that rerolls everything, or that just rerolls one of the dice. All of it. Okay. Okay, a seven's a little bit better. Okay. Um, tell me the question one more time. I um, wanted to know if there was another reason besides they didn't like witches that they wouldn't want to sell. Okay. Uh, still standing there with, with his hands up. He kind of glances around to make sure, like, nobody else is in earshot from where you're hiding behind this building. And he kind of leans forward a little bit, too, to talk to you. And he says, listen, there's there's rumors, all right? There's rumors that Mina Devlin can control Ghost Rock. And if that's true, you know what our main shipment is? 
I don't want to know what those witches can do with that shit. She can control it how? She can make it appear? She can do things with it? I think she can do things with it. It makes her stronger or something. I don't know. Either way, it doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound like that would be working in our favor, but Chamberlain's a... And he just kind of trails off there. Uh, whilst the gentleman is uh, spilling the beans, I will be checking the uh, corpse of the young lady to see if there's anything interesting uh, on there, something that might be useful at a later point. Sure. Um... Yeah, checking checking her pockets. There's not a lot in terms of. I mean, there are there are weird like almost like chunks of some sort of rock. You don't think it's ghost rock, um, but it looks like some sort of material or mineral or something. And um, a little bit of money, but not much. Definitely no weapons. I'll, I'll definitely take a sample of the rock. back to the young man how many of you were here um and at this point the the young man hears the the sound of the train and he stiffens and he's like we, we gotta we gotta get out of here we gotta get out of here before it reaches the gates they close the gates we have to leave well we got plenty of time for you no to we don't questions we don't have time do you know what's on that train i don't that's why i'm asking you questions and he's like looking around he's like okay all right The train is full of ghost rock and explosives. It hits that wall, we're all fucked. I, I look back towards the direction of the wall and I definitely have an idea of how serious that would be. But then you best start running. And I'm gonna turn to try to start heading towards the wall to try to see if there's somebody there who can maybe unseal it. Okay, uh, so you, you, that, just to be clear, that is going the opposite direction from where you were originally heading. Mm -hmm. Heading back, okay. Um, so you start heading that way. Uh, this railer looks to you, Thomas, and, and, uh, good, good I'm, luck. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving him there because, uh, I'm making sure that, uh, Victoria is indeed leaving, uh, with this information that she needs to get out of here as well. Okay. I can, I cannot um, leave her behind. She's such a brilliant talent. <laughs> all right, so you you head back to make sure Victoria is getting all of this handled, um, and that's the last you see of him. He he sprints off, and he ended up wherever he ended up. Um, you sprint back over to Victoria, who has gotten everybody out of the back door of of that restaurant and is starting to just lead people over like along the wall deeper into the city, where she meets you as you're coming up. Um, alone now because, uh, or unless you were kind of running together, or was Mason just kind of heading for the gate? I wasn't necessarily concerned if he was behind me or not. I was just making okay. my way towards the gate, but he's welcome to be behind me if he wants to. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. The gate sounds like a really bad place to be, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, meeting, uh, 
meeting Victoria, she sees you alone and she's like, what, ha what happened? We found out that there's a huge uh, amount of ghost rock and explosives on the train and it's going to hit the gate very soon and it is sealed and we need to get out of here immediately, um, if not sooner. There's this just blank look and then it just turns into absolute panic and she's like, okay, remember how I said we, we needed to be careful and not fast? That's different now. Be fast, be fast. And she just starts <laughs> making everybody like hurry um, as you're heading. Uh, and then she, she explains, um, she's explaining to them, she's explaining to you, uh, when this first broke out, they needed to be able to repair the walls from the outside. There are, there are like pulleys and, and we can use those to get down. We can use those to get over the wall and out of the city. And she's just kind of trying to look out for one of those to be able to get out of this city. Um, Splendid, yeah. let's do that. <laughs> You're sprinting, trying to find one of those. Uh, make a notice roll. Uh, three. All right. Um, so as you're looking around, we're going to switch over to our, our bike crew. Um, uh, what would you like to do? Is, are you still hovering, Gertrude? Uh, muted. You muted again. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I'm doing circles after hitting the railer on the head with the shovel. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and does this railer have any of that like TNT or explosives on them? Um, this one doesn't appear to. This one has a lot of rifle ammo. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, pocket some of that just in case. Sure. Um, and if I'm looking out towards the train, do I have any gauge of how long it'll be till it hits the uh, gate? Um, go ahead and make a smarts roll. Smarts. Uh, seven. Seven. Um, you probably have less than two minutes. It's not a lot of time. Mm -mm. Um, Just somehow those that fancy bike ears could make it over the wall. I think, I think we could. Uh, can I tell what whether it's an Empire Railer or a uh, or a different, possibly Blackrock Rail train, or is it um, hard to tell the difference between the two? I'll let you make a notice roll. All right. Uh. Do I put, do I add the numbers together or do I take the highest? Take the higher. Uh, four. Okay. Um, looking out, you can't be like absolutely sure, but you're pretty sure that's from the Empire Rail. Well, I think that we can, if we uh, give it some good old heave-ho, we can get over the walls there. What What's your thought there, Rosalie? Do you think we need to head off the train or get past the train? Away from the city, I would think would be the smartest move right now. They sealed up the gates. That train's gonna run right into it. Well, what happens if it hits? I mean, does well, the train win? The train wins on that some, one. Uh, <laughs> dynamite or something. Uh, and if we can get there fast enough, we might be able to derail it. 
I think we should just try and run for it, don't you? Well, I like to pedal for it. I'm not very good with running with these old knees. Well, what have you? Either way away from the city? I, I kind of like to see if we can get get on with that old train. But where where were you headed? I mean, you seem to be with with the opposing force to the Empire. So how At do you At the think- moment, I just want to get out of the city. So if you're not going to help me with that, I can go on my own. Mm. Do you have somewhere safe outside the city for us to get to? No, just out of the city. Well, the way I see it, the train is outside the city, so we might as well take a flyover if you think that's... Well, if you would like to go towards that train, that'd be up to you. I think I would like to just leave, so thanks for your assistance. You're very welcome. I would like to leave the roof now. (laughs) (laughs) You just like slow turn and start walking down, uh, down the stairs. Uh, I'm still hovering, correct? Yes. Yeah, okay. If I look over the side, do I see an exodus of railers or maybe perhaps any on the ground that might have some TNT or explosives? Um, just from looking from up here, probably not. You, you, you would have a better idea down below. Like, on the actual ground. So, then I'm just going to look to Gertrude and say, if you think you must, then by all means, but I'm going to follow Miss... uh, Did you introduce your name to us? I don't think I officially introduced myself. We've just been kind of friends. (laughs) (laughs) She looks like a Rosalie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, I'm going to go... I'm going to follow Miss Witch and... uh, Hopefully use this disguise, maybe find out a little bit more, get her out of the city without getting shot. Uh, and I hope, I hope we find again. All right, so Gertrude, your plan is to fly. I think that's, tra- that's my plan at this point, yeah. To the train, all right. Yeah. Um, and once uh, the witch and the railer get downstairs, What's the plan after that? A witch and a railer walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm going to catch up to Rosalie and just be like, all right, now, I know y'all are technically shooting at each other right now, but uh, just just put your hands behind your back. Once we get on the street, act like I've got you. If we see any railers or if we see the vice versa, you can do the same with me so they don't kill me. Uh, and let's see if we can get through these streets unaccustomed. All right. Do you know any way out of the wall? I imagine they have some ways up to the wall. And I know there's plenty of places with ladders around here. So if we can just find one of those, I think we should at least be all right. Would I have any knowledge of how to get out besides the gates? Um... I would say, yeah, you you definitely would. You would know of um, two ways. 
One of them are the uh, Ghost Rock Tunnels, where they haul a lot of the Ghost Rock underneath the city. Um, that would be a very explosive way if anything were to go wrong. Um, the other way would be over the walls, which is like the same thing that Victoria Glass is doing right now, where it is we get up on, you know, the, the harnesses that are meant for repairing the wall and use those to lower ourselves down. Great. I would like to start kind of, first of all, find the wall in relation to where we are. Right, right, right. And then kind of scan for any of the pulleys. Okay, easy enough. You begin to do so. Um, Mason, you run up toward the front gate. Um where you see three of these witches are standing and guarding it. Um, As you approach, they seem to be charging up their magic. Y'all need to open up that gate right now. We got a train coming here. It's going to destroy everyone and everything, including yourselves, standing there, unless you open it right now. Uh, They don't move. They don't even really seem to react. I will level the revolver at one of them. Okay. And I'll start to stride forward. Maybe I didn't make my point well known. Open that gate right now. They still don't move. They're just making the same motions, unmoving, other than that. Can I gather that they're concentrating on keeping the gate uh, active? Like that's what they're doing or? I'll say make a notice roll. Um, that's a two, probably not. Yeah, I'd say with that, yeah, you probably assume they're concentrating. I'll stride right up next to the nearest one and I'll put the gun right by her head and I'll pull the trigger so it shoots away from her, but the gun goes off right next to her head to break her concentration. Okay. Get her attention. Um, you do so, no reaction. And I can tell from the sounds that the, the train's coming any moment now. This is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is right there. You also just. For a brief moment, see a little shadow pass over your head, and you look up and you see that fucking bike <laughs> flying over. <laughs> now I know I didn't imagine this time. <laughs> Lower the gate. I recock the revolver. I'm not going to ask you again. They don't seem to be reacting. I'll, uh,. I'll shoot one of them. Okay. Um, You do so. You point blank fire. You watch the bullet go through the mirage and slam into the ground. There's nobody here guarding the gate. Yeah. That realization comes over me. I look up towards the gate. And my thoughts go back to those that I lost before I made my pilgrimage away from my plantation and towards St. Louis. And uh, 
Hopefully I'll see them soon. And with that, we're going to cut over to Gertrude. Flying over the wall, you see this, <laughs> you see this train quickly approaching. What is your move? Uh, is there any point of entry into the locomotive or is it like, are there glass windows? Um, these all seem to be, I mean, there are small glass windows. It seems to be more of a like transport vessel of some sort for goods, not necessarily for people. No, like coming head on, like the engineers, like where the, and the locomotive. Oh, um, yeah, like, yeah, there'd be glass windows there. Entry, yeah, if you're entry. just gonna take this straight on, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. So, uh, Gertrude, or now, I guess the other question is, are there like open doors at the side? Like, can you sort of hop on hobo style? Um, I'll have you make a notice roll for me because okay. you are flying in like yeah. there's there's a yeah. moment to make this decision. So Okay. Uh I got a four plus a six, so I the six is the wild die. Uh, uh so I got a four, a six on the wild die, and then the second roll of the wild die was a one. Well you'll so you'll take so that'll be seven. You'll take okay. that wild die and then yeah, yeah so seven. Okay. Um seven. So there is a moment you're looking at this train, trying to figure out where to enter it. And you swear you you saw someone on the train. And then in a flash, they disappeared. You, you were looking right at them. You saw them and then they were gone. Uh, but there's not a lot of time you can put into thinking about that before... Um, you don't see any open doorways or anything. Your best bet is probably going in that window. Okay. So I like pull the shovel out of my handbag real quick and go in like it's a lance to okay. shatter the window. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So coming down, you're going at one speed. The train is going at a far different yes. speed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so flying in there's this really like climactic moment this music in your head you know of just this this triumphant i'm going in and then the axe hits the window and i mean the, the speed definitely the force shatters that part of the window there for sure okay um shatters in it also shatters your wrist and it also shatters your elbow and it also shatters your shoulder as oh. you're slammed into the front of this, like a bug on a windshield, slammed in as the train basically swallows you up from the speed of this thing. You slam into um, into the car, slam down. You've broken a couple ribs at this point, for sure. Your bike is lodged into um, this front window. Uh, you've definitely taken quite a few wounds from this. And as you stand up, um, you look over at uh, basically the conductor's controls here. You look over and you see the, the lever pushing this things forward, has been pushed all the way forward, bent and hammered down so that it cannot be stopped. And at this moment of realization, what is Gertrude's last words? What are Gertrude's last words? goodness i get last words <laughs> there's a moment where you know shit like you're gonna hit the wall well 
Daddy always told me a girl shouldn't ride a bike. He's still wrong. <laughs> He's still wrong. He's still and wrong. That's there's it. a moment. There's a moment. You don't even make it to the wall, but you hear the multiple explosions coming from the train cars behind you. All the way up to the front car. Now, Mason, while this is happening all at the same time here, you hear these explosions start happening. You are bracing yourself. I need you to make an agility roll. The sounds of that. Now I can use a Benny to re-roll before I know, or no? Um, I got a two, so there's a yeah. Way you can you can use a Benny, yes. Okay, because you know what? This is my final moment, so I might as well use them up. I will uh, roll again. I'm probably not gonna do any better than that. But uh, the re-roll is a four. Okay, so you hear all of these explosions happening on this train car. And there's a moment where you thought that it was the wall, but you realize it's the train car beforehand. And there is this sudden burst as this explosion itself slams into the gates of St. Louis. Not the train, but the, the, the force of this explosion. And it does blast you backwards as this force is just pushed forward. You see debris and shrapnel just spilling into the city. Um, with that agility roll, you land down on your back and you see shrapnel just just raining in. They're like coated. You see chunks of ghost rock. You see chunks of train. You see chunks of coal. Um, go ahead and make one more agility roll for me. Snake eyes. Oh, all right. So, with that, you're looking up. There's there's this moment where you look up, and and all of the debris and the shrapnel is just raining down, and the sun is like basically highest in the sky at this point. And there's this moment where you just let yourself look at it. You're just looking at the sun, and then. The sun is covered for just a moment by one little shard of train glowing from the explosion of the ghost rock right before it slides down and just lands directly on your head. And with that, what are our witch and our railer doing? This explosion, you have just, yeah, you have just come out of this hotel, um, rushing out onto the street. You heard this explosion, you look over, you see debris coming in. The train didn't hit the wall, but the debris is slamming into it, raining over. You see ghost rock raining in like meteors. What would you like to do? I want to look for one of the police if I can. It's my my first thought effort. would be uh, looking for seeing if there's a horse for faster speed. Sure, both of you make a notice roll. 
All right, so um, looking over, there are there's a horse not super close, but probably a couple buildings away. Um, a horse kind of trying to like get away from the chaos. Excuse me, you just see them like running around riderless. Um, definitely one of the raiders for sure, but no rider on it currently. Um, right now, the only like officials you see are bodies on the ground. With me, Miss Witch, we're getting out of this damn city. And I'm gonna start running towards that horse. Uh, and, you know, once getting close enough, roll or do whatever I have to, to try and, you know, be like, hey, you recognize me? See, see, same patches. We got same patches. Come on, just come here. Come on, we gotta get out of here. I know you wanna escape too. Uh, try and reach in for like any little uh, rations or jerky that I might have and just be like, come here, come here. <laughs> All right. Do you have a writing skill? I do not. Okay. So I'm going to have you make a D4 you, with your wild die as well and uh, subtract two. Oh, boy. Uh, four minus two. Is that a four on the D6? Yes. Okay. All right, so you're trying to calm this this down, and it's just not having it, not having it at all. It's like um, trying to trying to get away from you, trying to get its eyes are just bulging as it's just looking around, terrified. Um, what's your next move? Look over to Rosalie and be like, "Are are you any better with this? If not, we need. I think we should just run, use as much cover as we can." and get away from all that. <laughs> <laughs> As it's just like showering down, yeah. Do I see any pulley or anything on the wall? Um, you, hmm, this is gonna seem suspicious what I'm about to say, but you would have noted where those are entering the city. Okay, great. So I wanna make for one of those and I'll kind of look back at Ray and be like, I'm not sticking here. <laughs> All right, following, uh, switching over now to Thomas. Um, you and Victoria Glass, I assume, are helping people up on these pulleys to get over this wall. Yeah, um, you've heard the explosion. Uh, debris is flying in. You've heard chunks just slam into buildings. Uh, and you're just, people are just rushing up out of, um, out of this city. Is there anything specific you'd like to do? Um, other than avoid being killed, no. <laughs> Perfect. Um, there is a moment when everyone is up and out um, that you know the look. You know the look of a story unfinished. And Victoria just looks back into uh, deeper into the city and then looks at you and is like, all right, it's your turn. Let's go. And um, moves to... After you. After you. Ladies first, I must insist. Um, and she just kind of glances back over the city and she's like, look, there's still something I got to do here. I knew you were on a, on a story. Yeah, I'm always on a story, okay? Shall we do it together? 
it would be my pleasure to help you and assist you in this. Look, the way you can assist me is to survive in case I don't, and then you can tell the story. You know I'm right. Damn it! <laughs> you infuriate me, woman. She reaches into her pocket and she pulls out um, her notepad and she puts it in your hand and like clenches your fingers around it and is like, just in case. And then grabs the rope to hand it to you. Before before I leave, where 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 are you? Where are we going to meet? Uh, the closest town to the south. I'll be there and I'll be waiting for you. Perfect. Just don't she, die. I'll do, I'll do my best. And she's like helping up. She shakes your hand one more time and then helps you up and over. And there's this moment like you, you exchange one more glance and a little nod before you climb over uh, the other side of the wall, lower yourself down. Um, outside of the wall looking around you see many other groups doing the same thing um climbing up over these walls just getting out as they can a lot of them are just bloodied some of them are like covered in soot um uh one of these groups even though you wouldn't recognize each other uh you see a witch and a railer climbing down together and you're like i want to know there's a story there, so I will be approaching them, taking out my hip flask, and I shall go over to the random and say, hey, you wouldn't happen to know where the direction of south is, would you? And how passing the hip flask. And look over this strange new figure and uh, cautiously take the flask. Uh, it's Brandy. Uh, oh, Thomas Maypole, the squire. Oh, uh, Reynard Mason. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, Rosalie David. Finch. Oh, that's your name. Yeah. Uh, very pleased to meet you, madam. Uh, oh. <laughs> I must say that I, 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 did, I did meet one of your, um, I think one of your, your, your friends before, but she, she was rather uh, angry towards me. Right. As Does this conversation is happening, just, just real quick, side note, as this conversation is happening, you're all walking away from St. Louis and there's still just explosions happening behind you as you're just casually drinking and talking. You've got like, you're, you're, you're bruised up, you're bloodied in places and you're just walking away having this conversation. Continue, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh no, it's fine. Uh, I pass back, or I pass the flask over to uh, Rosalie as well. And, <laughs> uh, and I look around before I get answer and I'm also looking to see if there's any other railers out here you're not seeing any but you are getting some looks both of you i just are started getting some stripping looks of like... the uniform uh <laughs> and just like so i'm not actually part of this group i just thought it might be useful if they saw me uh so if you have an issue with them please don't take it out on me uh but <laughs> i'm just here for the story oh well there's definitely one of those in here i can tell you all about a magic woman and her bike Oh, that would be fabulous. <laughs> so you start walking off um, in the direction of south eventually. Um, and the whole, the whole time you're walking, you just start telling the story of Gertrude and Gertrude's bike. <laughs>